Hello and welcome to the Happier at Work podcast with your host, Aoife O'Brien. The podcast for anyone who wants to be happier at work. We spend so much of our time at work. Everyone deserves to be happier at work. Today's episode is the seventh in the leadership series and I speak with Saskia Kramer all about personal leadership. So we dive deep into all about managing yourself. How do you get on when it comes to managing yourself? Why not listen in and find out? Welcome Saskia to the Happier at Work podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself to listeners please? Yes, so uh, thank you Aoife first of all for having me. Um, I'm Saskia Kramer. I um, work with uh, successful entrepreneurs, business owners who are on uh, looking basically to to the next step within within their business, and I'm helping to them to increase their performance in a shorter amount of time to get more um, more profit and basically the freedom they're looking for to get out of the overwhelm by taking on new or next level projects. Um, I'm also uh, a single mom with uh, two young children. I'm originally from, from Holland and moved to Ireland three and a half years ago. And um, I'm living here with, uh, with my two, uh, two smallies. And um, so besides, besides that, I own my, uh, have my own company to uh, assure the income for, for the family. Fantastic. And that all sounds so interesting. So kind of empowering people or enable people to get to the next level. So can you talk to me a little bit more about that? Well, what I often see is that, um, you know, it's one thing to to start up a business or to set something up because we have um, we have an idea or we have a passion or we have um, a, a dream that we want to fulfill and then um, everything is everything is up and running. But then the question is, okay, what next? I have I have done this, and um, but it requires a whole different set of skills to um, to keep something running on the long term and still uh, uh, improve, go to the next level, and whatever that level is, um, it doesn't always mean uh, more profit or but also the next level of what for me, for example, within my business was important is to be able to um, create a, a sustainability within my business that um, that I could have my business work for me instead of me working for the business so that it would be able to allow me to, um, to live my life the way I want to live my life. Um, and so um, that requires a whole different, uh, a different mindset or a different, um, different approach, especially when you're used to um, being a pioneer, figuring things out, how it works. But then you need to um, be able to maintain it on the on the longer run. And what do you do then um, without and especially if you want to upscale, what do you do if you're already successful, but your uh, calendar is full and um, you're already overwhelmed. How do you create that space, that mind space, but also the, the time to uh, to create that next level? What you're talking about is very relatable to 
to a lot of people, to anyone, especially the overwhelm. And people's diaries tend to be filled back to back. And whether or not what they're doing is the correct thing to doing to whether or not what they're doing is the correct thing to do in order to get them to the next level or not is another thing. Like I often think that there's one thing being productive and there's another thing being just busy. So I suppose the the difference between um, the, and I kind of talk about this quite a bit, the input versus the output. So it's the output that is the really important thing, whereas most people focus on the input, the amount of time that they spend doing particular things. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's it relates. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to what you're saying. So I suppose it'd be great to know, like, what is the first step towards making that a reality? Um, Well, I think I think that what I see with a lot of what a lot of business owners or or CEOs or the higher level management is that um, because because there is such a demand from uh, from outside or even you know, the emergencies that are arising, um, one of the big dangers is to be uh, reactive and to be uh, following uh, the emergencies and dealing with the emergencies. And there, I think one of the first things is to take back um, ownership and to step into that leadership for yourself. So the personal leadership before you can lead your business or your or your team to the next level is to take that ownership and to um, to see how you can change the reactivity in in proactivity. So what is really what is really important? And I like the example of one of my clients who said, um, "Yeah, I was just answering calls or I was answering questions from other people who and they thought these were." Uh, emergencies. And when he took back his own leadership and the leadership, he was he started to decide whether the questions that came to him were really also his emergencies. Mm. So which which makes a, a, a difference and which puts a priority of, okay, what is really important? And what is really important? What is really an emergency for me? Um, and uh, and not so much what is an emergency for someone else, um, and that I think um, puts puts the requests or puts the things to do in perspective, because then you can see okay what is today important for me, and um, and where do I want to to go today, but also within a week and a month and and three months and um, and 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 so forth. Um, so it is, it is taking back that, that ownership of the things that are happening and as much as possible to, uh, to see, okay, what is really, what really matters now and what really matters now, I mean, what has the biggest impact, um, today and start from there on. That's, I mean, that's Brilliant. I, I love everything that you said there. And, and there's just a couple of things that I'd like to reflect on. So one of the things you said, it, it relates to, and it, I, I always remember this from when I worked in corporate, where it, we get a client call at the last minute because they haven't done any effective planning and they need something at the last minute. And suddenly it becomes one of my emergencies to deliver that when actually... Exactly. 
if had they let us know in advance, then we would have had plenty of time to actually do it. And, yeah. you know, it, it comes back to this, an emergency on, or sorry, lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's avoiding making up for the fact that someone else has, has neglected to plan effectively. So I really, really like that. I like the idea that it's a proactive approach rather than a reactive approach. So I, I get the impression then that you, you're going to have, you know, as an individual, as a business, you're going to have overall goals that you're trying to achieve, but it's coming back to that on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, month-to-month, yeah. quarter-to-quarter, asking yourself, what is it that I really need to do today? What is it that's yeah. important that I need to focus on? And Absolutely. Being really careful to be proactive about that rather than it's so easy to just react to what's happening in your business and uh, yeah. you know, to, to kind of come back to, oh, and and to, to keep busy doing things like answering emails or, or, or following up calls or, you know, things like that where it's you need to understand what's really, really important at this point in time and what's going to contribute to my long term growth as a business if that's if that's what my priority is. Um, so I loved everything that you had to say there. And I suppose for people who are stuck in that reactive mode, do you have any tips or anything of, of how to kind of step out of that? I think there are two there are two things. Um especially, I mean, of course, there, there are more, but two that I would like to um, point out. I hear a lot of people um, talking about, uh, about their morning routine, uh, starting, starting the day off with a, with a routine and, and, and planning the, the day ahead. Um, for me, I think um, uh, if, if you start, if you start in the morning, you're already too late. Um, so, what for me is very important is is the evening uh, or the evening or say the way you close off your um, your working day. So uh, because if you start, if you take the time to um, uh, to evaluate, to see what has happened uh, during the day and what has not happened, you can then um, reschedule. Uh, get peace of mind, prepare for the next day. Okay, what do I need to do if I come in tomorrow or if I start my working day tomorrow? And um, and also to, so then you are already prepared and you can really let go of the day when you, when you go home or when you, when you stop working. And, um, and I always like to, to end my working day with a question, a question of um, what what needs to be done, or what is what is a question that I'm looking for an answer for for the day of tomorrow, because if I close my day with a question, um, my subconscious mind already starts um, uh, figuring out the answer, and I may not have the answer straight away, and that is perfectly fine. I don't need it's not to have an answer straight away. But it's to um, to ch- to shift my focus in in a searching mode that on the background will uh, will continue to to work, and then the next morning um, everything is already in the mode of 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 starting and of um, 
working on the things that I have planned on. And that that gives a, a completely different kickoff than um, uh, coming into the office or in your workspace and uh, trying to figure out what you need to do because then you're no longer on top. Then the re reactivity comes in because if you don't plan it beforehand, other people will plan it for you. Um, so that is that is number uh, number one, and and the and the second part is if you want to to lead yourself or to be really in the proactive mode you need to be able to step back from the day-to-day -day business and and have a vision have a vision of where you want to go where you want your team to go where you want your business to go and set that out in a very clear um path or or, or very clear structure um, and, uh, you know, I, I often hear, you know, where are you going to be in five years? Our brain can't see from now to five years. We can't, it's, it's not tangible. It's not, um, reachable enough. So we need to, uh, if we have a five year strategy very well, but we need to chunk it up in spaces of, of 90 days. So what is my vision? Where do I want where do I want to be? Where do I want my business to be in, in 90 days and, and, and go from there? Brilliant. No, I love, love that as well. Um, I'm also really interested to, to um, well, when you say that you end the day with a question, I'm wondering, is that a generic question that anyone can ask or is that specific to your business? Uh, by which I mean, can you share that question or do people need to come up with their own question? And maybe you could share an example of what that might be. Um, yeah, well, for example, um, if if I have uh, at the end of the day, I evaluate what have I been doing? Um, where did I waste my time? Where did I um, uh, uh, what what did I do successfully? Because I think it's very important also to. Um, uh, to see the successes and the achievements we have done. Um, so my evaluation is not in the sense of, uh, of a judgment on what I have done or not. It's not to beat myself up, but to help me go to the next, to the next level every day. And um, then during the day, I can see, okay, what has, um, what is the reason that, for example, I put something off? Um, why did I, um, uh, why did I procrastinate so that, um, so that I can improve or what is underlying that I don't want to see or that I cannot see yet, um, so that I can, uh, you know, it, it, I can, I can change it. For example, um, I had one client and she kept putting off, um, to, uh, to finish, uh, to finish the jobs. And there was particularly one big job that she kept putting off. And um, by looking into it and, and keep asking the question, okay, what is the reason that I keep putting this off? Because the, the project was, was being extended and extended while there was not very much to left to, to accomplish it. And she understood that underlying why she kept putting it off was because there was the fear of what she would do next. What would be the next step? 
And she had no clue of what she was going to do once that project was finished. So she kept postponing to do it. And once she got clear on the fact that um, that that was the reason she kept postponing, she could work on, okay, what am I going to, to do that next? What is my next project? What, where do I want to be next? And so the reason of the procrastination was, um, there was no longer. So she could really finish the job and say, okay, and this is what I'm going to do next. So the questions are more coming forth from, okay, what is happening during the day? And what do I need to um, uh, to make the next step or to, um, uh, to, to untie this knot or to solve this problem. Um, and I think it's important to keep the question open. And if we say, I don't have the answer, change that to, I don't have the answer now. Because if we, if we say, I don't have the answer, we, we close it down and um, this, uh, we close our brain down and our being down to not finding a solution. Well, if we say, I don't have the answer now, and that is okay, and I will find it, I know the answer is coming, that keeps our brain in a, in a searching mode so that, so that we, we are open to, to, to seeing the answers. And it is often that I ask a question and I'm like, okay, I have no clue where the answer is going to come from. And that is fine. And that all of a sudden while I'm um, uh, working or when I'm, when I'm busy with it, with the children or when I'm, when I'm doing something that is not related at all to my work, all of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh, wait a minute, this is the way it works, or this is what I can do. Or so it's on the, unexpected moments when when our focus is off that that problem or that question that the answers can pop up yeah it's 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 I, I love the approach of judgment free because it's so easy to get to the end of the day and you look at you know you have 10 or 15 or 20 items on your to-do list and you berate yourself for not getting everything done but rather than judging yourself, it's about looking and understanding, well, what is it that you're putting off? And, you know, what maybe you don't know the answer yet as to why you're putting it off, but to kind of in a non-judgmental way, try to understand yourself and, and what is it that your your brain is doing, Suppose you know, probably to try and protect yourself in some way exactly. from the fear of the unknown or whatever it might be. Um, but to do that in a non-judgmental way, to understand yourself so that you can get to that next level and you can, I suppose, get more done than the next day to get you where it is that you really want to go or at least that you say that you want to go. Yeah. And and to um, it's also a good way um, not to not to accept the excuses we are finding for ourselves. Um, Brilliant, <laughs> you know, uh, we're it's it's being in contact with the reality. Okay, if I'm putting things off, okay, what is the reason? Or maybe maybe my my goal is not is not clear enough. Or um, I have no idea. I need more information to to get to where I want to be. Or I need more help. Or I need uh, or there's something that is missing. Well, if I beat myself up because I haven't done it, it doesn't serve me anyway to 
to improve what I am doing. And it's it, it's just a, a learning curve to uh, to get where I really want to be. And to adjust wherever it's necessary. Yeah, yeah. I had a a great conversation on the podcast a few months ago with Louise Goss. And we were talking about working from home. And like what we were, one of the things that we we spoke about was showing a bit of compassion towards yourself and, and being understanding. But equally, sometimes showing compassion to yourself is to get rid of the excuses and to actually push yourself a little bit to get to get done what it is that you're you're not doing, you know, exactly. and to, to push yourself a, a little bit so that you can move towards your goals rather than, like you say, listening to the excuses that you're giving yourself. Oh, I'm too tired or I'm I'm uh, oh, I can do something else instead or I'm doing something that's a bit easier right now or, you know, all of these things. Um really interesting and then the the idea that the goal is not clear enough I think that's that's probably quite often the case and I wonder uh, does that relate then to the vision that we were talking about and chunking it down to 90 day periods because I can totally relate to that where are you going to be in five years time or how do you how do you see your business in five years time I would definitely struggle with something like that whereas if I could have an idea of the direction that I wanted to go in and what steps were required today and this week and this month and this quarter in order to get me to that direction that I want to go then for me that would be much much uh, much easier I suppose to achieve yeah and I think, you know, um, maybe I work sometimes a little bit backwards or, you know, going from the five year from the five year goal to a 30 day or, or a, a week uh, day. What what I sometimes start doing is, OK, where what do I want to uh, have done specifically by the end of the week? So what what would give me the biggest benefit um, now, for example, if 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 we are stuck or, or if I am stuck, okay, what is going to give me um, the biggest uh, the biggest success right now? Because then I can start building from from success to success, and then I can start seeing, okay, well, if I um, if I want to do something, just just go, and you will see, you will improve if you keep evaluating you will improve your process. And sometimes there is an idea and I say, okay, I want to launch it next week. And then I need to see, okay, well, next week, it's just not, it, it, it's just not doable because the time frame is too short. Okay, then I, then, I, um, uh, then I know for the next time that if I want to launch a similar uh, product or event, or I need to be more realistic with my time frame. And if I have done that a few times, I am more, and that that is also the reason why I stress so much about uh, evaluating, it is because you get a more um, realistic view on how you manage your time, what you can do in a certain time frame. And then if you are in touch with, okay, well, in, in 15 minutes I can do this or in an hour I can get this done or I need, I need two weeks to, um, uh, to, to launch something or I need a month to launch something, I can then from there on I can start to see. So my vision starts to build up and the reality of timeframes start to build up. So then it will be easier to say, okay, 
um, in a year I want this done, so then I can I can chunk it down. But if I don't have any realistic um, understanding of time, um, then I'm just you know my planning in five years is just way way out of out of proportion. And it's the same with with financial goals. If I'm setting um, I, I know when I when I started off, I was I didn't have very much, and I, I I was just barely, you know, I could barely make ends meet, and and then it's very difficult to imagine um, that all of a sudden I would have a five k, a seven k, even say even ten k or fifteen k. I could not even imagine what it would mean. So my whole being can't be in alignment with something which is way out of my way out of my realm because i simply i can't i can't feel what it does to 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 my being if i have been uh you know uh, very very sensitive about spending any penny i don't know what it is to be uh, to have a, a, a thousand euro to spend so it is also there. It is building up. Okay, what what does it feel like if I'm if I'm starting off or if I want to go to the next level? What does it really feel? What does it what does it allow me to to do if I have reached that goal? And as long as my my whole being and my emotional my my emotions and my feelings are not in alignment with that goal. I can't, I can't reach it. So I will always be putting it off because it's, it's too much of the unknown. Does that make sense? That makes total sense to me because I'm, I have done visualization and things like that. And then there's another lady calls it feelingizations. So where it's, you're stepping into that, that future where it's already a reality, basically. So you know what it feels like. But I think you've articulated it in a really great way. Like, because it's so unknown, maybe your brain subconsciously is fighting against what's actually yeah. happening. So actually, if you put yourself in that situation, like, what is the reality that if I got, you know, and in the, in the scenario we're talking about, it's related to money. And money, I think, oftentimes is thought of as this thing that's um it's a little bit taboo it's a little bit people yes. see it almost as bad like it's really bad to earn too much money because then you know that money is evil and all of these kinds of thoughts that are happening whereas the more money you have the more freedom you have to be able to do what it is that you really want to do Absolutely. and that's the reality money actually equates to freedom and you know it so I suppose what I'm trying to say is it's not really bad to earn loads of money and it shouldn't be seen as that way. But putting yourself in that situation where you're like, what would it really mean if I was able to earn 10K, 15K, whatever that might be? Um, and, you know, what what does that actually give me and what does that feel like? So, yeah, I mean, that that makes total sense to me. I loved what you said about working backwards because, again, that's probably how my brain works as well, is you're thinking about, well, what what's really important to get done this week, this month, this quarter, you know, and, and coming at it from that perspective. But also, if you don't know how long things are going to take you to do, 
it's about trying to be realistic, but then reassessing and evaluating, like you say, well, how long did that actually take? And when I go to do it next time, maybe I have some things in place to make it easier because I've done it already. Or maybe I know now that a month wasn't long enough and it's actually going to take me two months to do it. And I can come back and, and kind of say, well, this is this is realistically how long it's going to take. So therefore do that instead. Yeah. And that's where the, where the constant evaluation comes in and to see, OK, I, am I still am I still on the right track? And where did I where did I lose the track um, so that I can come back on it? Or maybe I need to do something extra because I have it doesn't mean that you need to let go of your goals. But if you are not if you are not uh, evaluating and seeing, am I in alignment or am I, you know, in the right steps to to achieve my goal? I'm not able um, if I'm if I'm just uh, driving in third gear. Sometimes I need to go up to the fifth in order to be able to reach my goal, mm-hmm. or I need to adjust the goal and say, well, this is just not uh, reasonable because of this and this and this uh, circumstances. So I need to be realistic and say, okay, well, then I need to, I need to adjust um, because life happens, uh, as we all know. And, um, you know, so we need to, to readjust or be creative and come up with, with something else that will make up for the time that I have um, lost or wasn't able to invest in my, in my business. And that is all fine as long as we know, we keep knowing where we are going. Great. So bringing us back to kind of this, the idea of personal leadership and leading yourself, like I'm so fascinated by by the entire concept and being proactive versus reactive. So encouraging people to be proactive and the steps that they can take is really evaluating. So asking themselves questions and prepping at the end of the day, rather than having a morning routine and and kind of doing it that way, and then having a clear vision, but chunking that vision down into shorter periods of time that our brain can understand a little bit more. Is there anything else that that people do? Any any sort of other practical steps that people can can start implementing right away to manage themselves better? Um, I think what what also uh, what also changes a lot is um, uh, to get out of the uh, within the evaluation to get out of the judgment mode is to to implement uh, gratitude and celebration. Um, I know from my own experience in um, bringing up bringing me to to my burnout when I was looking back is that I hadn't taken the time um, to, uh, to celebrate. So I was just going from one, from one activity to the next, to a new project, to a new project, to a new place. To, and I didn't take the time to, uh, to celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, and that doesn't mean that you need to have every week a big party or whatever, but that it means to acknowledge every day the steps you have made Despite uh, despite the hardships, despite the um, uh, life happening or anything, that keep that is what keeps you on top of it, and um, to be able to to create that non-judgmental um, uh, vision on on yourself where you keep where you keep building. 
we are giving our power away as soon as we start in the negative um, spiral, which spirals us down. Um, so, so it is it is in, in in raising that that frequency, if you want to 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 get into gratitude, celebration, because that opens opens our being, and we are taking ownership of of what we are doing because we acknowledge what we are doing and and that is the same with um uh with stepping into your own value being paid for uh for the services you are um uh, you are giving because if that is out of balance um you start to resent your clients you start to resent your um, the work you are doing, if the return is not it, it is not balanced, um, and there it is also the ownership of stepping into yeah. But I I have a product that really um, helps people, and to stepping into that value of what you're adding to someone else's life. Um, and if you don't, if you're not able to value that, you're giving away your power. Um, and um, and so you're not giving the service uh, to the fullest because it doesn't recharge you. So you won't. You are not able to continue to give, mm. and you start to resent the work you're doing. Well, I guess I mean the energy is all wrong, isn't it? If you if you're coming at it from a place of resentment where yeah. you don't feel like you're being paid enough, whether that's in a running your own business and you're you're just trying to make ends meet or whether you're working for a bigger organization and the client has knocked you down on the price or whether you don't feel that your salary is what it should be given the contribution that you're making to the to the organization. Yeah. And and you can uh, in the beginning you can do it um you know maybe out of of generosity um and um but i think it's very very fast it's it's necessary to see okay what where am i not stepping into into owning who i am the product i'm i'm delivering and why am i not stepping into that into that fully and there i think is also a part of of our personal leadership is what am i not what am i not picking up from myself in my own uh, value in my own in in looking at myself and in, 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 in my self-worth what am I not appreciating enough in myself and if we don't tackle that we will start resenting our clients because we are underpaid or or we are um, uh, under uh, underestimated and that turns around sooner or later it turns around into into resentment absolutely yeah yeah, I totally agree. And Saskia, is there anything else, any other kind of tips before we wrap things up? Anything else that you would like to share that maybe we haven't covered? Yeah, I think I think one of the one of the main things that that for me is is very important, and I loved when I when I came to Ireland. That was the first time I saw um, I saw the expression or the or, or the or the saying. Um, Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but it's about learning how to dance in the rain. And I think if we want to really own 
and to step into that personal leadership, it's about learning to dance in the rain. We have to make the best out of it. And sometimes I know from experience, our window, our margin is very, very, very small. But if we step into that little margin we have, we are learning to dance in the rain. And we stop saying, oh, if this is over, things will be better. Because then we are letting our power go and we are, uh, we, are not, um, we are not taking ownership of what is happening now. And I think the current situation where we are in with, uh, with the whole coronavirus, this is, is vital. We have no idea how, th- how long things will, will take. Um, if we are not uh, uh, aware enough, panic and anxiety is kicking in. Um, But if we take that ownership that we are in the process right now, even if we don't know what is going to happen, but today we learn to dance in that rain instead of waiting for for the storm to be over and to be everything to be clear, then we are really taking our our personal leadership and we are stepping in into the the spaces where we do have uh, the power to change things around. And there is never a situation, and sometimes I think it may may sound difficult if we are feeling really stuck, there is never a situation where there is not a way out. Yeah, no, I I can totally relate to that. It's about doing things now. It's about not putting it off. There's never a right time to do no. anything. So it's making now the right time. So if you have that idea, you you execute on it now. And it's not about waiting until things are, are better or waiting till you've lost weight or waiting till you've done, you know, another course. Like it's you, whatever it is that you want to do, you need to do it now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, that is where our personal leadership, I think, is the, is the most important thing. Don't put things off. Do it now. Use this, the, even if it's a tiny window uh, where you can start to make, make the change, the rest, the rest will happen if you, if you make those, continue to make those little steps one step at a time. Uh, Mother Teresa always told, taught me, not to count the numbers, but just to be there and to do whatever you can today. I love that. Just making a note of it now. Um, But uh, yeah, sorry, I I didn't pick up on the celebration piece as well. I think that's really crucial, uh, showing gratitude for everything that you have, but also celebrating even the small wins, because oftentimes, and I'm so guilty of this myself as well, you just move on to the next thing and you don't take time to appreciate Sometimes it takes someone else pointing out like, wow, you've actually done really well or actually well done on that project. You got great client feedback or whatever it might be. And we forget sometimes to celebrate ourselves. Like, I, yeah, I know certainly I just move on to the next thing. I'm like, OK, that's done. Now what's next? What else do I need to do? But I've recently bought myself um, some gold stars. So uh, I'm going to try and start kind of documenting it a little bit more strategically where I can stick up a gold star, but like, right, okay, that's that achievement. And that's, you know, so it builds up over time and you can kind of see it visually yeah. how things are going. And it's also, it also helps in times when you don't know what to do. It helps to be able to go back and say, oh, wait a minute. In that situation, I felt stuck. And what did I do then 
to get out of that mode. Because once we are stuck, we are stuck. We, we lose our creativity. So we need to have something. We have to have a place where we have written down those, those achievements or the things that we have changed to get out of a stuck mode so that once we are there again, we have like a whole portfolio of, of solutions that we can implement in the times where we most need it. Brilliant. I love that idea because it is like when you're stuck, everything just feels like it's coming on top of you. And it is like you say, your creativity is gone. You just kind of everything is just gone. And you're like, I've never felt like this before. But actually, if you thought about it, you probably have experienced something similar. And it's just about going back to that place and be like, what steps did I take in order to get out of that? Yeah. Yeah. And and there and there is again, that self-leadership or that ownership of, okay, um, I have been able to, uh, to get out of, of similar situations and I can, I can tap into those, uh, those solutions, those opportunities um, to, uh, to get myself out of it again. And so exactly. I'm becoming my own resource of, of, of solutions and that will only build but we need to keep track. We need to keep track of it because otherwise, it's just it's just gone for some reason. We we don't really um, we don't really stock the, the the positives as much as we do the negatives. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the negative bias working against us. Exactly. So, Saskia, the question I ask everyone who comes onto the podcast is, what makes you happier at work? What makes me happy at work is really to um, to do what I what I love to do and to be able to to create to have my business work for me um, in the sense that it allows me to um, uh, to step into into what I really love to do and to be able to um, to inspire people to to get out of that, that stuck mode and to, to, to level up. It's, it, that's really something that, um, that, that, that inspires me, that gives me the spark to, to, to do what I'm doing. And I know that as soon as I leave that or I don't pay enough attention, my energy goes down and I'm, I'm, I'm off. So as long as I can put the, the, the person at the center of at the people at the center of my work so that I can, you know, I- I- inspire them to, to reach their ne- next level, to, um, to get on top of, of the overwhelm. That is where, I, that is where I thrive. Fantastic. And if people want to find out more about you and what you do, or if they want to reach out, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, they can uh, go to my website, uh, saskia.ie, S-A-S-K-I-A dot I-E. Um, and if people are really wanting to, there, there is a freebie they can, uh, they can download. And there is the opportunity to um, also to uh, hop on a call if there is really a specific question you, you want to ask or have a, you know, just have a, have a chat with something about something that just uh, passed the, uh, where we have just spoken about, um, they can click on the link and book in a, a, a free 30-minute uh, session and we will see, okay, 
where are you standing? Where do you want to be? And what is the way to, to get where you really want to be? Brilliant. Thanks so much for that. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Eva. It was my absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, there you have it. That was Saskia Kramer talking about self-leadership or personal leadership. And I really hope you could relate to it as much as I could. I really, really got a lot out of that conversation. So I just wanted to recap on some of the points that Saskia covered. So really, it, it starts with being proactive versus reactive. So oftentimes we have a tendency to be very reactive. And, you know, the first thing you might do in the day is check your emails or, you know, you're really reacting to what other demands or the demands that other people put on you. So the first step is really being proactive and deciding what it is that you want to do and and how you can do that. To, in order to do that, one of the tips that Saskia had was ending the working day with a question. So really reflecting on how your day went. And if there's any unanswered questions that you have, then you can sort of ask them. You don't have to have the answer straight away, but you can ask those questions and hopefully overnight in your sleep, Maybe the solution will will find its way to you then the next day. It's also about having that really strong vision for your business or um, or for your for your work. And rather than focusing on where you're going to be in in five years time, which is oftentimes quite difficult to do, thinking about breaking that down into a much shorter chunk of time. So she recommended 90 days, but even shorter, like looking at two months, one month, one week and then a day like what is it that you need to get done today that's going to contribute to your overall goal the really crucial thing here as well is not to judge yourself so it's about looking at things in, a, in an objective way and really understanding yourself and how you like to work and what really really works best for you Again, tying in with the reflection piece is the evaluation. So taking a realistic view on how you manage your time and how you can improve. And again, the emphasis being on this is non-judgmental. She also mentioned, and I really, really like this, is the gratitude and celebration. So celebrating those small wins. What progress have you made towards your goals today, this week, this month? And being really grateful for how far you've come. She also said that there's never a good time and she's so right. There is never a good time to start. So it's just about taking that first step. And oftentimes taking that first step brings about a whole whole lot of more clarity. So in taking action, things become clearer and clearer rather than trying to think things through and trying to plan everything in advance. If you just start taking action towards your goals, things can suddenly become much more clear for you. So I really, really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to reach out to me, you'll find me on LinkedIn, Aoife O'Brien. You'll also find me on my website, empowermentcoaching.ie. I really love getting the feedback that's coming through on changes that people have made and implemented. So thanks so much for sharing your feedback. Keep it coming. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to the Happier at Work podcast with Aoife O'Brien. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and don't forget to rate and review the podcast.